You're listening to the Junto Podcast, a podcast about leadership, faith, community, and pretty much anything else that you want to talk about. Visit us at www.juntopodcast.com. That's J-U-N-T-O podcast.com. Thanks for stopping by and enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome to the Junto Podcast, episode 49, almost a milestone uh, for the Junto Podcast approaching that 50th episode. And I got to tell you, uh, I don't know how you feel, but it's for me, it's been a blast. And, you know, this has been not just a hobby, but it's been, I don't know, it, not even a labor of love. It's just been a pet project that's really turned into something that I've grown to love. And hopefully it's been beneficial uh, to you, to the listeners, and hopefully as you listen uh, to the various topics that you get something out of it. But Heather, how are you? Good. I'm doing good. Yeah, I can't believe we're almost at 50. Almost. We're getting old. Yeah. Our podcast is getting old now. Our podcast is legit. No, it's fun. I think we probably get more out of it than anybody. So. Yeah, we always say that, you know, even uh, I think a driving motivation for us has been even if one person listens and gets something out of it, we always say that it's worth it. And yep. if you've never tuned into the Junto podcast, we are a podcast about leadership, faith, community, um, and uh, talking about a host uh, or a myriad of different topics, all of those things framed around the perspective of faith. But leadership, uh, faith, and community are, are some of the big things that we like to discuss. And then obviously, current events, we try to tie what's happening in the world and what's happening in our lives mm-hmm. uh, to really uh, to really what's going on. And then most of the time, we try to apply a little bit of God's word to that too, because for us as believers, we feel like that is the foundation. That is the thing that's just going to keep this <laughs> make sense. Help us make sense of everything that's going on. So, yeah. Tell us what are we talking about today? Today, I think we're going to talk a little bit about our culture and the fact that we're a little desensitized mm. or a lot of desensitized. Hundred percent. Speaking, uh, you know, things that happen. Or things that we see, um, images, uh, happenings, you know, events. I don't know. I, I think that we see a lot all the time. Absolutely. And we're used to seeing a lot and hearing a lot all the time. So things aren't as shocking as they probably should be, honestly, if we can be honest. Yeah, that's true. So we're going to talk about that today and maybe um, some ways that we can pull back and and work on that as a people. Yeah, it it's uh, very interesting that you're you know you, that this is our topic. You know, we talked about we're always like, what do we want to talk about? And again, we uh, for us, we always want to be relevant. But you're exactly right. You know, going back to and I think what inspired this largely in part for me personally was uh, what happened here with Tyree Nichols. I mean, we're, we're in Memphis. We're literally 15 yeah. minutes from downtown Memphis. And that whole thing, it just got me to thinking about, man, you know, we are exposed, uh, to so many different happenings. It's almost like it's nothing, you know, and the attention span of people for the most part, it's like, it's like very a, brief. It's a vapor. It's yeah. here and it's gone. You know, you get that outrage and you're you're outraged and social media is keeping you focused on a certain topic. But when it's over, it's over. And it just got me to thinking, you know, how much are we exposed to? And when I say that, you know, think about what happened, first of all, 
it, it it's an absolute tragedy uh, with Tyree Nichols. And when that video was released, uh, whether or not you had an opportunity to watch that or not, and that's really not the main focus, but it did prompt me to to have this conversation about, man, the things that we are exposed to. And, you know, when I was growing up, I, I do have one one memory, uh, I guess, that sticks out one in terms memory. of <laughs> one memory, one memory of something I was exposed to that stuck out to me, and that was the Gulf War. I remember seeing on the news uh, clips of at night bombings. But other than that, I say that to say that I don't remember being exposed to a bunch of different images no, and things of that nature. We didn't have access to all that. We did uh, unless it was on the news, and you know, or. Watching a movie, of course, my parents, I was raised and we weren't supposed to watch R-rated movies. So there was yeah. a lot of stuff I was <laughs> not exposed to. Um, and then in today's world, you know, R-rated is pretty much the PG or, you know. Yeah, it's crazy. It's definitely um, gotten worse, but I wasn't exposed. I didn't see a lot of that stuff, not till I was older. And now, of course, with phones, you can see anything at any given time and yeah gosh and it's it's crazy and you know you brought up a good point just with the phones not only are we exposed to lots but we have the capacity to intake large large amount of information and you know as a parent you you got up you kind of got to wonder about these things you got to talk about it and you got to think about the effects that it's having not only on us as individuals, but how is this playing into the lives of our kids? You know, it's not yeah. only us that are being exposed to this, but we have teenagers mm-hmm. and we're not with them 24 7. Younger, preteen. Yeah. Yeah, they're, you know, they're on devices. We try to limit and watch, but, you know, kids these days, they see, they're exposed to a lot more, so much more. And honestly, you know, we've read some studies and um, articles that they've done kids with the mental, like you said, there's so much information that we're exposed to their brains. Aren't they're yeah. not able to process not all even. the information that they're being exposed to. So we've got some mental, mental situations going on and yeah, it's a, it's a tough, it's a tough place to be right yeah. now. So it really is. You know, you bring up a good point uh, going back to the young people because you know, science shows us that a, a young person's brain isn't even fully developed until the oh, age of 25. Yeah, well into the 20s. So. Oh my gosh, look at, you know, obviously we were all doing things probably before our brains were fully developed right. that we shouldn't have been. But, uh, you know, going back to what we're talking about, being exposed and, and then being desensitized, and I I see that happening. You know, it, it, it creates what I believe is apathy with within people. And, you know, apathy basically is just an attitude of, of not caring, you know, yeah. or just not being concerned about it. And I can see how that can happen because you're exposed to so much information. You see... Yeah. Um, heinous things like murders and beatings and honestly social media promotes those things and it's like you view it and then you view something else tragic again we go back to 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 all kinds of things i mean you could do police brutality you could see uh not only police brutality but any type of violence that's promoted i mean things that that you see on social media that just when i was a kid man 
that wasn't existed. Like very rarely did you get exposed to those types of traumatic events to where you saw it. And then when you did, it left a very deep, mm-hmm. dark, remember it yeah, lasting impression. Now it's nothing. Yeah, now yeah, it's nothing. You know, when something happens these days, everyone has a phone and that's their first reaction. Oh, get your phone out. <laughs> right. Film it. Film it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then people who are miles away in other countries can see it happening live. You know, we're used to that. We're getting yeah, used to that. Let me true. read some definitions Please. before we go any further. Yes. That way, I mean, I know probably most of our viewers know what desensitized means, but let's break it down, um, the definition. So desensitized, having been made less sensitive or having been made less likely to feel shock mm. or distress at scenes wow. of cruelty or suffering by overexposure to wow. such images. Overexposure. Yes, and let me read this. This is what a desensitized person, this is the definition, a desensitized person, to make emotionally insensitive or callous, specifically to extinguish an emotional response as a fear, anxiety, or guilt to stimuli that formerly, formerly induced it. So the more and more you see and watch... Um, you know, someone suffering, someone being taken advantage of, all wow. these things, the more you, it's more commonplace. And like, okay, it's not so much of a shock. Like it used to shock you, but now yeah. you've seen it so much that, you know, I do that these days. You hear something on the news like, oh, well, there's been another murder. I mean, yeah. how many times have you heard right. somebody say that? And, you know, the the person saying it isn't meaning to sound callous or like they don't care. But honestly, I mean. Yeah. It's true. If, if you hear it every day, you know, it happens every day. So that's basically the definition of desensitized. You're getting used to those things and you're less shocked or well brought to your own emotions because of viewing it or seeing it. Yeah, and it's just so crazy what it does to your own psyche. You know, what's sticking out to me is that there's not only, um, I guess, physical or mental uh, damage that goes on, but there's also emotional, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. the, you yeah. know, you're exposed to it and your, your mind processes it, but then mm-hmm. it goes deeper than that. It's not just a mind thing. It's not just mm-hmm. that you're seeing it, you're exposed to it, but then it's saying re- repetition or mm-hmm. seeing too much. Mm-hmm. It begins to play into your emotions and it, and, and as a believer, I'm just going to put it this way. It gets into your spirit, right? You begin yeah. to be affected by that. And, you know, I think it's important that we have this conversation, uh, particularly if you're a parent out there. It's one thing for you to be exposed to something. But, man, think about the hearts and minds mm-hmm. of our children. And, man, it's just tough. It's just tough. Yeah, you know, and... uh you ask the question, okay, well, what's so wrong with having all this information being exposed to this? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't we know what's going on? Shouldn't we have this That's information? Good. But the problem that comes with that is the lack of emotion that's there when seeing it. So, wow. you know, for example, there are panhandlers. We pass them all Man, the time. That's a great example. And they're always asking for, or they're there asking for money and whatever. And, you know, me and the girls are having a conversation. Oh, you know, do you have any money? I wish, let's give them something. We just gave somebody a hamburger and fries the other day. Man, it was that freezing. Felt, and that felt good. It did. But you get to a point where like, oh, there they are again. There's a, so you, you lose that emotional, like, that's my brother. I need to help this person. Mm. And then you're also skeptical, like, okay, do they yeah. really need help? All that to say, you get used to it. And so our 
why are we here? Aren't we here to be our brother's keeper? Aren't we here to serve others and help our brothers and sisters that we see are less fortunate, do need our help? Because we all need each other's help at some point in time. Hundred percent. That's right. So if you get if you get callous to it, then you miss those opportunities that the Lord may be speaking to you to help someone. Even you know, at church or at work, somebody's coming to you with a sob story and you're like, Oh, here we go again. Right. Same sob story. So right there in that moment when they're talking, you're not really hearing you're not the hurt or the pain. You're like, Okay, I see this over and over again. You're just you're just callous to it. So Wow, that's really good. And you bring up some very good points uh, about, you know, being desensitized. And you broke it down even to a very personal level, just in our in our everyday lives. You know, it's one thing to be desensitized about happenings that are going on around the world, but yeah. then when you think about what's going on in the church, uh, not in the church, but when you think about what's going on in your own community yeah, uh, in, with right. the people you know, and they approach you and you have a problem and mm-hmm. you begin to get, uh, well, desensitized to yeah. it. You're like, oh yeah. my gosh. You're, you're like, like, I'm not going to hear this again. I'm not going to do and this. And what do we do? We say the right things. We'll always say, well, yeah, we'll listen. But then the, the right. second that conversation's over, a lot of times, you know, it's just already out of our mind. And mm-hmm. I think it's not just uh, being desensitized, but it's the amount of information that we as a society are taking in and it's just yeah. it's just unbelievable what it's what it's doing to us so yeah i think it messes up our focus as as well you ask the question okay gosh there's i know we've done this before like you know there's so many people that need help right now or that are hurting who do we help yeah How, which ones do we pick who right, do we right. decide to you know who needs and, our help the and most? then you get into a uh, situation where you're paralyzed, you're like, okay, I'm sitting here wasting time. I'm not helping anybody. I'm not doing anything. Lord, help us. You yeah. know, help us uh, weed through the information and weed through the needs. And not that we don't want to help everybody. We do, but you know, yeah, definitely it, pray for everybody. But come on, you know, you gotta, you gotta give more focus. There are situations and issues that need more focus. You know, it's crazy you said that because uh, I remember we were at a conference as a leadership team years and years ago, and uh, I don't remember, well, I do remember who was speaking at the time, but that's really not important. What is important is what uh, the concept, and I remember they said, you know, you can't always help everybody. But they said, do for one what you wish you could do for many. I think it was Andy Stanley. It was Andy Stanley, and I wasn't going to mention his name, but thank you. Oh, (laughs) sorry. I said I remembered who it was, but it's okay. Oh, you did. Okay, I'm sorry. I was distracted. (laughs) It's Andy Stanley, guys. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) The little one was distracting me. (laughs) Right. Uh, But, yeah, he said, do for one what you wish you could do for many. You know, I think there are seasons and times when... We are able to help maybe large groups or more more than one person, multiple people. But I think it's a good principle that uh, you got to start somewhere and do for one what you wish you could do for many. And taking that back to the topic that we're talking about, just being stimulated, uh, I would say, man, just start in your own home. You know, begin to set boundaries. And that's one thing mm-hmm. that I feel like we have not done a, no, a great job of. for sure. Yeah, you know, yeah. in terms of devices, the right, amount, right, and exposure to things. Uh, going back to the Tyree Nichols, you know, yes. I don't know. I'm sure most people know, but it was a situation where he was arrested. I'm, I don't even have all the details. 
Anyway, he lost his life. He was he was beaten, and and there's video uh, that's out, and you can go and see that on your own. But just bringing it back to that because that's Gosh. what made us. That's what prompted us to have this conversation. That's right. Um, it's just a. It's a. It should be shocking. Seeing stuff yes. like that should be shocking. It needs to be shocking to our emotions, to our spirits. That's good. Um, because otherwise, what what help are we to each other if we can't even feel uh, what's the word I'm looking for? If we can't empathy, have, yes. compassion, you know, right. if, it it should break us down. It man. should. It should. And and I would I would say too, you know, my gosh, there are things that we don't need to see as humans. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I know that it's transparency, and I I, I understand why things are put out but I, sometimes i wonder it's like man are, just as humans are we meant <laughs> you know i just feel like there are some things that that uh, we don't need to be exposed to and i guess only you can decide in your own life what that is but you know the the reality is is that we are going to be exposed to things and then so that begs the question or or that poses uh, i guess more more than a question, but how or what what do we do, right? How can right. we yeah. uh, move on without, uh, we know we're going to be exposed, but how do we yeah. stop ourselves from becoming desensitized uh, yeah. and hence not having compassion or empathy for people? Yeah, I think it's all about that, not losing the compassion. Yeah, we. I mean, we need to be exposed to things that are happening and... Uh, because that's how we we fix tr- problems. I mean, yeah, if you don't know about good. it and your head that's is true. stuck in the sand, then you you can't lend, uh, you can't offer solutions. That's good. Uh, but I think it's the aspect, and you said it about not losing that compassion and not dehumanizing Ooh, the people. Gosh, that's huge. That are going through these things, and m- maybe trying to remember in those moments okay what if this was me what if this was somebody that i knew yeah, and my loved? family regardless of you know what it is you you're seeing or you know what's going on just uh you know we're all god's children and remembering that yeah so. i mean i think that's that's big you know um just remembering gosh that we are people and not every situation is going to be a a Tyree Nichols situation, uh, but man, that that was definitely a horrible one, and it does prompt us uh, to to just be aware. And I think you said some good stuff about that. You know, that's how we have change. You know, as hard as it is to process some of those things, we can't allow what we see to make us colder. I think it has to have the adverse effect. In other words. It doesn't need to diminish our compassion and empathy, but if anything, we need to uh, make these things allow us to have more compassion and more empathy right. and to take more action. And, mm-hmm. you know, I believe everything, uh, I believe it all starts in your home. And if you're struggling uh, with this stuff, you know, think about the people that are closest to you and think about maybe how you've been shut off to them and then try to begin to change, right? Try to empathize and try to understand what they're going through. Uh, and then, you know, just try to be an encouragement. We always bring it back to be an encourager. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's important too. This is kind of taking it a step further or maybe a step to the side as 
for example, with our children, <clears throat> you know, our family, yes. we like to watch scary movies. Oh, yeah. I was going to bring that up. Where are you? That's my fault. It's my <laughs> it is. It's his fault. That's uh, my fault. But I, we watch them. We watch them when we were dating and then sure. married. And now with our kids, they love them. You know? Yeah, yeah even our small ones. Like <sighs> Yes. But the stuff that used to scare me as a child is nothing to my littles today. And so that's true. just another example. Um, not that there's so much harm in that, but I feel like, you know, they do get to a point where, oh, well, that's... That's nothing, you know, and, and that's Gosh, where it's yeah. like, okay, the shock is gone. Even for the Even little, the shock them, isn't there anymore. They're like, this is nothing. Yes, and or and I'll, you know, I'll hear a cuss word or something, and to me, in front of the girls, you know, on a movie or something, I was like, oh, they'll say, "Mom, we hear it all the time. We hear that." I'm like, okay, there's a, there's that don't make it right. That, yeah, there's some trouble there. Let's let's speak to this. So. I think as parents, we really need to be careful about the how much exposure our kids do get and the type of stuff that they are getting in that's getting in, you know, because uh, like we said, word in, word out. Is that the right? Yeah, you know, you know, and that's great. You know, I don't know why I, I like scary movies. And, you know, with my older two, you get to that teenage level and, you know, hanging out with mom and dad is not the cool thing. So it's kind of been one of those things where yeah. I use it to coerce them to hang out with us. Like, okay, we'll watch a scary movie yeah. and we kind of bond over yeah. that. But that's kind of seeped yeah. into our littles uh, enjoying that. And I think you're right. It's, uh, you do have to be careful. You know, you have to, you have to set those guidelines. You have to set the boundaries and, and put those things in place because. Yeah. Cause the world is going to show them everything. Everything. No limits. No you limits. Know, that's it. Mm-mm. So uh, I hope you've had an opportunity or maybe this conversation will prompt you to be introspective about uh, the amount of information that we take in. You know, this is just really a conversation starter. We don't have uh, a bunch of things for you to implement in your life. I think you can be your own guide and your own judge as far as yeah. the things that you're doing. Uh, but you do need to have an awareness of what yeah. you are taking into your spirit. You know, the things that you're watching, the music that you're listening to, mm-hmm. uh, I think all of those things play uh, a pretty big role into how we perceive the world and how we perceive the information we take in. And as a result, it's going to affect how we treat others. You know what I mean? So, Yep, that's true. Uh, garbage in, garbage out. I think that's what I was trying to say earlier. <laughs> oh, yeah, instead of word in, word out, garbage <laughs> Well, in. but you could either way, word in, word out, garbage in, garbage yeah, out. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah, it does matter. It does matter the things that we allow in you know sometimes you hear something and it's like okay shut it off you you know you can't you can't help but like okay i've heard it so it's in there um but i think lingering with those things and allowing them to become a habit of well this is what i listen to or this is the type of stuff that i listen to uh if it's negative negativity trash you know gossip Whatever that's there's it. there's a host of man we could go on things. for days that's it so and everybody's got their own flavor whatever that is that's right so like you said earlier it's just that awareness being aware and understanding what it is and uh, you know what what happens when we 
allow those things in. So that's it. So yeah, definitely be aware. I'll, I'll in closing, I'll end with. Uh, the ultimate knowledge, uh, which doesn't come from us, but the Bible tells us uh, not to be conformed to this world. We live in this world, right? We've got to operate in this world, yep. uh, but we don't have to be conformed to the way the world acts. You know, the world is cold. The world moves on from one tragedy to the next and doesn't really process. Uh, yeah. But the Bible tells us that we can be uh, to be transformed by the renewing of our minds, and we believe that that comes by you know, taking in the word uh, by trusting in God and and by having that relationship. So we hope you got something out of this. Hopefully this was a good conversation starter uh, because there's so much going on. And how do we filter all the stuff that we're being processed or, or that we're being fed? How do we process all that information? Yep. It's a lot. Yep. Final words, Captain Heather. Captain Heather. Captain uh, Jack. Uh, <laughs> No, uh, good. Awesome, good. good deal. Well, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Hopefully, you got something out of this. Have these conversations with your own kids, your own family, and just remember, let's not be desensitized. We're going to be exposed to a lot of things, but it doesn't have to make us cold. Let it be something that uh, will drive us towards more empathy and towards more compassion. We appreciate you tuning in, and God bless. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Junto Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can find our link to YouTube and social media at juntopodcast.com. Remember to subscribe, like, and follow. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.